Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. This is Monday Morning Discipleship, our Monday morning discipleship podcast. We like to come on each and every Monday, try to give you a little something to supplement what you may have heard on Sunday. And so let's get into um, this uh, podcast on this week. I told you all last week uh, that we were probably, um, you know, in that place where we're probably heading into another series. Um, we did a, a podcast last week. I'm talking about help my unbelief. And by the end of that, I told you all, I felt the Lord pulling us into another series. And I felt like, I feel like the, the series have been uh, a blessing to the Monday morning discipleship podcast, because it allows us to do a little teaching uh, on a specific subject. So, so we're going to go into a series, even though, uh, last week was technically week one. We're going to call this week one and uh, we're going to call this um, by prayer and fasting. That's going to be the series by prayer and fasting. And so if you remember last week's podcast, uh, we talked about help my unbelief and we dealt with the uh, demonic boy that Jesus had healed and his disciples could not do anything about driving this demon out. And Jesus famously says to them, he says to them, um, this thing, this kind rather, can only come out by prayer and fasting. And as we ended last week's podcast, we talked to you about uh, there are some circumstances in life. There are some difficult places that we can find ourselves in in life as Christians where prayer and fasting need to come into play. And the point we wanted to make here uh, in, re- in relation to that is we know the Bible tells us that men ought to always pray. And again, we'll cover, we're going to cover a lot of that. Um, this may be like the last one. I may have to do 10 podcasts on this um, because we wrote a book on prayer. We're going to touch on some of that throughout this series. Um, but there are moments, y'all, where the Bible, the Bible tells us, by the way, the Bible tells us men ought to always pray. Pray without ceasing, right? The Bible tells us that. But there, there are some times, y'all, where some things require a little bit more out of us, a little bit more prayer, again, fervent prayer, a little bit more effort. And and sometimes it'll require us to fast a little bit. So we're going to talk about that in the coming weeks by prayer and fasting that that's going to be this series by prayer and fasting. I want to do this to start off. Let me go back um, to what we shared on last week. and, And we looked at it from the the Mark text. We looked at it from Mark chapter 9. I'm going to go to the Matthew account of this. Matthew uh, chapter 17. And I'm going to I'm going to lay that out a little bit and then we're going to touch a little bit on where we're going in the next few weeks and then we'll be out of here. But um again, we talked about it last week. I don't want to redo the podcast last week, but you know the story. The the man has a, a son that's demon possessed. Brings it to the disciples. Disciples couldn't do anything. Jesus comes down and he drives this demon out and he tells his father, he says, all things are possible to those who believe. This is why prayer is so important and praying in faith. All things are possible to those who believe. And and again, as as we go through the weeks here, we're going to talk about this because there's always this misconception about prayer. That if I pray hard enough, God will do exactly what I want to do. And if God doesn't do exactly what I want to do, then prayer doesn't work or God ain't that God ain't what they say he is. That's that's what happens to us. And quite honestly, it doesn't just happen in the world. It happens in the church. If God doesn't do exactly what I want him to do. Right. 
then prayer don't work and, or God ain't, ain't really who they say he is. And so we'll, we'll discuss that um, as we go into the weeks about how the will of God still matters, right? The will of God still matters. This real quick example, you know, for some people, you're praying over a loved one at the hospital. Lord, bring them out. Lord, heal them. And they, and they expire on this side. I prayed and God didn't answer my prayer. What, what does that, what does that mean? Do, 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 does everybody die? Uh, who, who's going to live forever? So, so again, we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that. That does not mean that God did not answer your prayer. So, so, so let, let's go on. Let's go on. Um, Jesus says here in Matthew 17 and 20. Uh, well, let me go back to 19. We talked about this last week, Matthew 17 and 19. As we talked about this demon possessed boy, then the disciples came to Jesus, New King James Version, by the way. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? Talking about the demon. Verse 20. Here's Jesus' response. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, I'm going to talk about this today. For assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will be moved, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Verse 21, however, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Now, again, this is why Bible class is so important. Jesus says to them, your unbelief hindered you. There's some things that don't happen to us because we don't have the proper faith. And, and let me let me explain it like this. When your faith is intact, it it informs, it affects your actions. Now, unbelievers will say this. They'll, they'll go to the James text and say, faith without works is dead. So you can pray, but you got to get up and do something. Well, that's true, but that's not what that text is really about. That text in James, faith without works. I've been teaching Bible class on James for the past couple of months. Um, by the way, if you want to catch some of that, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kelly R. Jackson Ministries. You can see all those Bible classes. But here's the thing. That text is not about you operating, trying to make God right. That faith without works text basically says that if we have faith, meaning if we are saved individuals, we will operate as saved individuals. It will inform our actions and works. Now, let me tell you where you can make the connection in terms of faith without works. Again, that text does not mean that if I work hard enough, I'm going to make God right. You pray the prayer of faith, though, and you operate in the belief that God is going to move in your favor. Watch this. However, he sees fit. Again, the will of God. We must take the will of God into account. So sometimes you're praying and asking God for things that are not in his will and you walking in it. You're trying to walk in it, so to speak, and it ain't working out. You're saying, why it ain't working out? God must not be real. Prayer must not work. No, you're operating in something that God didn't call you to operate in. Again, we're we going to flesh all this out in the coming weeks. But here, unbelief can hinder us. Lord, do this. But in your spirit, I don't really think you're going to do it. As if God can't see that. He can see that you don't really believe. And so if, if, if you're in God's position, well, why am I going to move and you don't even have faith in me? 
If anybody's listening to me that's ever had somebody not have faith in you and it affects your actions, well, I don't know if I need to do this. You don't even believe I can. So Jesus says here, your unbelief was the issue that you could not drive out this demon. But then he says to them, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible to you. Jesus says, if you believe and then you act, not just have faith of the mustard seed, but then act, say something to the mountain. I believe and then I'm going to do something. And when I believe and then I do something, God's going to cause something to happen. Because by the way, again, you see this in the text, say to the mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible to you. You did not move the mountain in that scenario. You spoke to the mountain. Part of the reason, as I just said, we're trying to walk in stuff sometimes, trying to do stuff that God ain't called us to do. Sometimes we're trying to move the mountain. The text didn't tell you to move the mountain. The text told you to speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain and it will move. That means that God is going to do something, right? Let me, let, let me move on here. It says nothing will be impossible to you. However, this is why we have to pay attention to scripture. Jesus says, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. What are you saying here, Reverend Jackson? Jesus says you can speak to a situation, speak to that mountain and say, move. And that mountain, God will act on your behalf. But when he says, however, when he uses the word, however, that tells you this situation here is a little bit different. This is going to require more than you just speaking to the mountain. This is going to require a different effort out of you. There are some everyday things that can happen to us, y'all. Let me explain it like this. There's some everyday things that can happen to us where we can just say, listen, Lord, do it. And, and, and by the way, just because I said it that quickly, Lord, do it. That does not mean that I, I don't have enough faith. We got to stop, you know, falling in love with demonstrations, things that are demonstrative and performed. You don't have less faith because you didn't cry out and fall down and, and all that other stuff about every little aspect of your life. As, as an old Baptist boy, you don't have your, your, your prayers aren't less fervent, if you will, because you didn't get down on one knee like the deacons do and, and pray. No, no, no. There's certain things in your life. You could say, Lord, do it. Lord, do it. And don't require you to do all of the extra things and God will do it because God knows your heart and God says you got faith you believe I'm gonna do it so I'm gonna do it however I'm going back to what Jesus says here however there are moments in our life where Lord do it won't get it there are moments in our life where we can't just haphazardly say Lord fix it there's some things in our life we're here right now as a nation there's some things in our life where we have to say, oh, this, this is going to require something different. This is going to require my focus. This is going to require me to say something a little bit different. Right. And again, as we go through this, we're going to talk about prayer and fasting. As I told you all, prayer 
and fasting. Fasting takes us to a different level of focus. So, so Jesus says here in verse 21, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So what Jesus is saying here is that in this demonstration here, in this situation, right, in this place where this demon-possessed boy, you're going to have to push a little bit harder for certain things to move on out the way. The devil is not weak, y'all. I want y'all to understand this. When we say things about the devil, we got to be clear. The devil is weak in comparison to God. In comparison to you, the devil is strong. And you need some help to battle the enemy. You cannot battle the enemy on, on your own. I submit to you, my brothers and sisters, that there are some of us that have fallen, fallen under the wiles of the devil simply because we tried to take him on without God. We, we came under the assumption that we could handle the devil. Somebody said something erroneously to us scripture-wise. Somebody sang something erroneously to us in a song and made us think that we could handle the devil without God. You need God's power in order to handle the devil. Now, let, let's go back to this again. Prayer and fasting by prayer and fasting. You can't just haphazardly go after certain things. It's going to require a serious prayer, a fervent prayer. Dare I say one of them deacon prayers, but you got to have your focus. That fast brings you into focus and you got to be diligent. And the Bible talks about it in the book of James, the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous. You got to have your life in order as well. And I'm not saying perfect. Have your life in order. The effectual fervent prayers, James 5 and 16. Of the righteous availeth much. So, so in, in this moment, I'm almost done here. Jesus says here. However, you can have this faith of the mustard seed and say, move mountain, and it's going to move. And then you're going to do some stuff, right? You're going to speak because, because again, the Bible told you, Bible didn't tell you to move the mountain. The Bible told you to speak to the mountain. And one more time, there's many of us that are struggling right now in life. Many of us are struggling and straining right now because we're trying to move something that God didn't tell us to move. God said, speak to the mountain. But, but Jesus says, however, there are going to come some times, y'all, where you got to operate a little different. You're going to have to shut yourself up in your secret closet. You're going to have to lock down and say, I'm going to pray and fast about this. So, so let, me, let, me, let me tell you where we're going next, and uh, then we're going to get out of here on today. So in the next couple of weeks, I told you all, we're going to talk about this by prayer and fasting. You know, in Matthew, in Matthew 6, let me pull this up in my Bible here. Matthew 6, Jesus deals with this when he gives us the model prayer. We always have to stress that as preachers, the model prayer. This is not the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer is in John 17. The model prayer, when we say uh, our father who art in heaven, when, when, when the Bible says that, it says that Jesus taught them how to pray. I still don't understand how we got to a place where we thought this was the Lord's prayer. 
especially when it talks about forgive us our debts. What what sin does Jesus have? Uh, what, what what does Jesus owe anybody? So so I don't know how we got here, and we're still perpetuating this. And so this is the job of a preacher to make sure that people know this is the model prayer. It's not the Lord's prayer. But in anyway, in Matthew chapter six, before Jesus gets to this, he starts teaching. He teaches them on prayer, on the model prayer. Again, we're gonna go through that on next week. But then he also teaches them on fasting. Now, let me share this very quickly. Y'all bear with me just a second. I'm going to pull this Bible over here. And I want to, I want to go through this very quickly and then we'll get out of here on today. When Jesus talks about fasting, because many of us understand prayer for the most part, we get it talking to God, but this fasting thing. So Jesus says it's in Matthew six and 16, right? He says, moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Verse 17. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men. This is verse 18. So you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Now, we're going to talk about that a little bit more on next week. But Jesus says here. As I just told you, the determination of your fast does not have to be shown outwardly to man, but it needs to be, thank you, Holy Spirit, it needs to be shown inwardly to God. One more time, the determination of your fast, how fervent, how, how much you're reaching out to God, the determination of your fast does not need to be shown outwardly to man, but it needs to be shown inwardly to God. God needs to be able to look inside you and know how serious you are about this situation. And the last thing I'm going to say on this, where, where I, I touched on a little bit ago, where the church has to understand, and then maybe we can teach the world a little bit about this, is that because God didn't answer the prayer the way you wanted him to, that does not mean that God did not answer. So even as you're fasting and praying, if you don't get it to go your way, God will give you peace about things going his way. He'll give you peace about the situation. So we're going we're gonna to deal with that. That's all the time that we got this week. I'm right at about 18 minutes, so I'm going to wrap it up here. But I wanted to give you kind of an introduction of where we're going. By prayer and fasting. That's our new series. By prayer and fasting. And this is so important. And the Lord just laid this on me just as I'm speaking to you. This is important for us heading into a new year. It's November now. We've got two months left in this year. If the Lord stayed the same and he don't, and he, as my pastor would say, if the Lord stayed the same and he delay his coming, we got two more months in this year. If the Lord keeps me here. And so we're going to talk about this for the next couple of months as we get ready to head into the new year by prayer and fasting. Y'all, y'all do realize sometimes we wait too long to start talking to God. You start praying around the last week of the year. We need this now. We need this now. So that's what we're going to talk about on the next on the, the next few podcasts. I just told you for the next couple of months on the Purpose and Beyond podcast by prayer and fasting. We may even carry some of this over to the radio broadcast. And those, this is an important conversation as we go towards the end of the year and head into the next year by prayer and fasting. So that's all the time that we got for Monday morning discipleship. I hope you're blessed by what we had to share. Let me give you our tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that is to check out 
um, our website. Website is www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. Stop by there. We do believe that you will be blessed. We also encourage you, if you'd like to purchase any of our written works, uh, we're going to touch on our book, The Power and our uh, Power in Your Prayers, rather, as we go through these weeks. But if you'd like to purchase any of our written works, the best way to do that is to find us at the publishing website. That website, www.krjpublishing.com. One more time, www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, subscribe to it. Give us the, give us your feedback. Share it with your friends and family. Family, rather. And we do believe that you will be blessed by that. Again, thank you all for joining us for our Monday morning discipleship podcast. And again, we're going to pick it up on next week by prayer and fasting. That's our new Monday morning discipleship series. And we believe that we're going to have a blessed time with it. God bless you and God keep you. It's our prayer. We'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.